worry is a type of mental distress. It's not an emotion. It's mental distress over a negative possibility about the future. Interesting thing is what Jesus says about worry. And the bottom line is we are not to worry. You never see it positive in the, anywhere in the Bible. And the point of saying that is the, it, there are issues in life that we are confronted with. Um, now, does that mean you become an airhead and say, oh, well, no, I'm just not going to worry. I'm not going to deal with it. No, it's the issue of worrying about it as opposed to being concerned. Worry is a type of mental distress. It's not an emotion. It's mental distress over a negative possibility about the future. And it's a state of mind. Uh, it, is, it is a mental habit. And that's important. Um, I've talked to people who've said, I have just been a worry wart, or, or I've just been consumed with worry over a period of my life. And they, it paralyzes uh, the, the opportunity to, to, to be productive. And so and from the standpoint that Jesus said, the worries of this life come in and choke the word. It choke the word, that means the word of God, and so what, what is going on, it, he says, it makes it unfruitful. So we're not fruitful. So, and that's in Mark 4, 19. So worry actually divides the mind. I, I know that, Nancy, you would know that there's a scripture in, um, in the book of James talking about a double-minded person is unstable in all they do. Well, worry divides the mind between what is motivating versus demotivating or what is constructive versus uh, un, uh, destructive. So, and, and that word in, from worry in, in the Greek is actually um, a word, it means to have a divided mind. So what we need to evaluate is how has worry actually helped you in the past? I mean, you have a situation. How has it helped you to worry? Or how will it help you in the future? There's no, there's no positive about worrying. And so the issue then has to be one of what is healthy concern instead of unhealthy worry. And I'm saying that because we do need to take action. For example, Concern is different from worry. It engages your, your imagination, your attention, your interest. It, it helps you focus. And the reason I'm saying this is uh, years ago, there was a couple that asked if they could talk with me. And I said, of course. And um, they had a six-year-old son. They said, we are so worried that he's going to drown. That was it. And so therefore, we will not allow him to be in anywhere where there's water. 
And obviously there had been a tragedy from the past and that's what they were relating to. So they were dealing with some past situation that was so painful and their solution was, I've got, I'm just gonna do whatever we can. And they were, and I've never seen a husband and a wife in the same place like that. And so there is destructive worry that it, it's like it promotes inactivity. Uh, whereas uh, uh, constructive concern prompts action. And so it's like worry just disrupts a plan. The concern part takes the I'm talking about constructive concern, puts the plan together in place. And so I never will forget with this particular couple, what I saw was the need to help them be concrete about, okay, if, you're, if your son, you're so afraid he's gonna drown, and it, it was an ex excessive worry. Mm -hmm. um, I said, let's talk about what your choices are. If there's a possibility that he might drown, what could you do? And they, they looked at, well, we keep him away from water. Well, what if he happens to, and he's, you're, he's not in your presence. And now he's with some other kids and all of a sudden he's in water. Mm. What do you think would be needful for him? Well, to learn how to swim, but that means he has to get in the water. But a person who is qualified knows how to enable that child to literally thrive and learn to swim so that if there is a, an instance of being falling into a swimming pool at somebody else's house then now he is prepared he can learn to float just by holding his breath getting on his back in the water or learning to do the strokes that we know are part of swimming mm -hmm. so what we're saying is Destructive worry, it, uh, it prevents initiative or it tries to control the future by just limiting what is, is so uh, not helpful. Um, and you know, there's, I used to have a word uh, that I, or a phrase I went by and it was hope for the best, but expect the worst. Now that was based on my circumstance. If I had a very, very bizarre, very painful upbringing because anything that was promised that was good typically did not happen. So I, 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 I'm not confident I even was able to hope for the best. Um, it took a while for me to understand what do I do? Uh, but because I really did expect the worst. Mm -hmm. And so I, I wasn't a worry wart it's just I, uh, I didn't want to kill my father. <laughs> there were things like that that were not good, you know. And okay. It was imperative that I get a hold. Well, it was imperative that I come to Christ. Mm -hmm. That was my greatest need. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that it would be so life-changing. And so that which appears negative to others, that is that worry part. But it can appear positive, like, oh, I'm going to enable my son. We're going to, I'm going to be with my son through the whole thing, if necessary, uh, of, of learning to swim. Mm -hmm. That's positive. Mm -hmm. So that it's like, instead of distracting the mind from what's important, 
it directs the mind to what is important. Mm -hmm. And so since we are told over and over, if you do the cross references of all the, the verses uh, on worry, it's never ever positive. For more of June's teaching, go to hopefortheheart.org.